evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Wall of Power Radio Homer. This is your host, Paul Metza. We are being a little incestuous today. I am interviewing a guy that actually has his own show on uh, on AM 950, and when he's not uh, being a great uh, host and co-host of the Minnesota Progressive Repartee, he's also an engineer down here at AM 950, and his and I think he's the youngest man who works here. <laughs> I think so. Mr. Hunter Haas. Hunter, how are you? I'm great. Yeah, this has been on my bucket list for a long time to be on the Wall Power Radio Hour. Well, I'm glad you could be here. I'm glad this finally worked out. And, of course, uh, the timing's great because we have the great Blue State Ball coming up again, <laughs> celebrating uh, AM 950 and the work we do and raising a, little, a couple of bucks for the station, which is Saturday, March 2nd. Uh, at the Blaisdell House, 24th and Blaisdell, my old neighborhood in South Minneapolis. And you can get tickets uh, via am950radio.com. Hunter, how long have you worked at AM950? About two years now. Okay. And where did you come from uh, before you got here? Uh, you know, actually, when I started working here, I was unemployed. And I, uh, I heard I was driving home. And I heard an ad that they were hiring a producer with X, Y, and Z qualifications. And I'm like, oh, you're looking for me. <laughs> and then uh, I like applied one. I got home, had the interview like the next day, and then started working the day after. Wow. Well, it's... Uh uh, I can relate to being unemployed as a musician for the last 40 years. I'm self-unemployed. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah, and the station, I had been a fan since the station started. I was just, like, a, a teenager, and uh, I remember Air America starting, and I lived in Lakeville at the time, and I had to build a radio so I could actually get it in in my basement of my dad's house. But I'd been listening since those early days, so I'd always been a big fan, so it, it was a a dream come true to start working here. And uh, you were you were politically lined up uh, because you were a bit of a, a renegade rebel in high school and a bit of a lefty from uh, yeah. a young age. Yeah, yeah. I um, So I went to high school at Lakeville High School, and um, it was a extremely conservative uh, town and high school. And uh, they had this huge Young Republicans Club there. And... Uh, there was no Young Democrats Club, so I decided, I'm like, well, I'll start one. There you and go. I was the, the the only member at first, and I remember they had a, a school debate because now they finally had a Young Democrats Club. And it was like a table of these young Republicans that looked like what you'd picture a young Republican right, would look like. Right. And then me up there in the auditorium a stage. Of, but, a lot of pocket protectors and things. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bow ties. <laughs> Bow ties of pocket protectors. But yeah, I, I, I held my own, and then that kind of just gave me that... Uh, this this kind of angst and energy that I was always up against these people. Although they were my friends, too, to right. be fair, because if you wanted to talk politics when you're young, they were the only people you could talk with. Right. So, right. I mean, I got used to that and being able to um, be friends with people you disagree with and have actual civil conversations. What year did you graduate? 2007. Okay. You're just a punk. <laughs> you're just a punk. But uh, Hunter Haas, my guest uh, for the whole show on the Wall of Power Radio Hour, is also a musician. So tell us, tell me about. First of all, let's let's talk about uh, your family and, yeah. and growth music and some of the other music connections you have. Yeah. So my great grandfather started growth music here in Twin Cities in 1939, and uh, he was actually a world-famous cornet player. for the, He was in the John Philip Sousa band. Really? So, yeah. The John Philip Sousa band back in that like World War One era was like the Rolling Stones of its right, day. Right, absolutely. And so, they also, they played the, uh, John Philip Sousa actually wrote a piece and I believe they played at the opening of uh, oh, jeez. Why am I forgetting the name of the Fauché Tower? Oh, yeah. And that's where growth music started, was in the Fauché Tower. Wow. There you go. Take what you've gathered from coincidence, yeah. like Bob Dylan says. Um, so he started the instrument shop, and it's still in my family today. Uh, now it's my aunt who's running it. But when I was growing up, my grandma was the owner. My dad was the 
controller, and my mom also worked there. So that was my daycare was this instrument shop every day. Uh, so uh, it was great because my family was there, but I was exposed to a lot of music growing up. And just, um, I mean, I spent my days either... Uh, tinkering with instruments or playing a Nintendo in my dad's office. <laughs> well, I have uh, bought two guitars from Chester Growth over the years. Uh, one was a Gibson uh, Chet Atkins solid body classical, and then I bought a Takamine guitar from them in 1988 that I still play. I oh, played cool. over. That was the year I was born. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, well, my guitar is in a lot worse shape than you are. I played it over <laughs> 5,000 professional gigs but uh both times i was able to buy on time yeah you know so over a course of months i was able to put money down and then and then uh, buy the guitar on a monthly stipend but uh so i love chester growth and uh years ago uh i'm a big garage sale guy mm-hmm. uh, vintage store guy um uh you know salvation army guy i just like cruising through looking at whatever's there and this friend of mine called me and he had uh, a 19 well it must have been 1939 national guitar oh yeah uh, that he bought at a garage sale now, uh, national uh, resophonic guitar for those of you that don't know it's the kind that uh People associate with uh, the old blues players, guys like Bucka White, also Taj Mahal. And uh, so this guy bought it for $10. He called me and said, uh, yeah, um, what do you think this is worth? I said, well, I'll give you $500 right now for it. <laughs> and, uh, but I said, really, if you want to get your money, go to Willie's Guitar in St. Paul. He ended up selling for $2,500 uh, hours later. But it had... The sales slip from Growth Music. Oh, cool. Chester Growth Music. Yeah. yeah, the original. The original, yeah. With the original finger picks in it and uh, a music book. That's awesome. That. Yeah. yeah, music book. Sheet music is the thing that they have, that most music stores have abandoned, but they have the huge uh, sheet music collection that they sell a lot, like nationally and internationally nowadays. Well, they do a lot of work with... Uh, school bands. Yeah, absolutely. So they do a lot of, they sell a lot of, you know, trumpets, saxophones, flutes, things like that. But they also have, uh, they still, I haven't been out there in a while. Uh, my buddy Jack Pasternak, he goes out there quite a bit because he's a play and release mm-hmm. guitar guy. He's always buying and selling guitars. Bit of a horse trader. But uh, they have a great guitar selection as well. Yeah. And uh, what is, I think my buddy Felix, does he still have oh, anything? Yeah. Felix worked there since I was one year old yeah. and he still works there he's I the saw go- him just a few weeks ago he's the go-to guy yeah well we uh, have Hunter ha- Haas on the uh, Wall of Power Radio Hour for the whole show today Hunter always uh, has been involved now for the last two years with AM950 but as of the last few months he's a co-host of the Minnesota Progressive Repartee which goes from four to five every day of the week he's the solo host on Thursdays mm-hmm. who uh, who is the other host on that, I believe. Uh, I know. So, yeah, Doug Paget hosts it Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then um, me and Brett host Tuesday with Brett here in the studio, and then Thursday I host and Eric Nelson runs the board. So, um, yeah, we got a, a little community of voices for the Minnesota Progressive Repartee. Well, not only are we going to listen to several uh, songs that you had something to do with and create, but my goal, Hunter, for uh, during the show is to get you off the Bernie Sanders uh, wagon. Get me off of it? Yes. What? Totally. Yeah. Well, we need a Democrat that's going to run as a Democrat. But anyway, we'll get we'll get we'll get into that a little later. Wow, we're getting controversial now. <laughs> well, we can we can discuss this. His friends, Hunter. but yeah, Bernie's got to go anyway. Um, so tell us a little bit about this first song we're going to hear called Apollonian. Apollonian from the band Vencer. Okay, tell us about what, what, what does the name of the band mean? Uh, so what we always said in uh interviews was it's a secret. So I'm gonna I'm gonna abide by that still. Oh, uh, international man of mystery, Hunter Haas here, the Wall of Power Radio. Uh, in 30 seconds or less, tell us about the song we're gonna hear. Uh, so a lot of our music uh, revolves around like uh, Greek 
mythology and um it has to do with our singer was a philosophy major at nyu um so you know we had a lot of concepts in this and this was our our very first single um and what you'll hear is this ooh, 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 and uh that's actually my voice run through a sampler that was like the last addition to the song but it kind of makes the song so that's what you'll remember from this but that was a total just me talking into a sampler directly and i just have a feeling by that description that uh anybody out there that's into marijuana is really going to do this song <laughs> yeah they will <laughs> <laughs> all right let's play it of the Twin Cities Gay Scene is all digital. Follow Twin Cities Gay Scene on Facebook and Twitter. Sign up for the Scene Shot email blast for weekly updates and chances to win great prizes. No app is needed to view the bi-weekly web editions of Scene. It's GLBTQ Media for the mobile generation. Find it all at TwinCitiesGayScene.com. That's TwinCitiesGayScene.com. Native Ritz Radio is proud to announce we've added an extra hour. Yeah, Chushke, one hour goes by too fast. That's right, Uncle Curtis. I'll have extra time to share important information about our sacred animals. And report national and native news from all over the country and Canada. This new hour is sponsored by Robbins Kaplan LLP, dedicated to redefining excellence for high-stakes litigation representation in Indian country. We are awake Let's think about customization presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. Liberty Mutual customizes your auto insurance so you only pay for what you need. So why can't more things in life be customizable? Why can't I buy Neapolitan ice cream without strawberry? Can't I just have the chocolate and vanilla flavors I'm comfortable with? Do people even want a fruity ice cream flavor sandwiched right between the classics? Go to LibertyMutual.com for a customized quote and you could save. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company and affiliates. Equal housing insurer. Tune in for Philosophy Talk, the program that questions everything. Except your intelligence. Coming up, the philanthropy trap. Trap? Where would we be without philanthropy? One step closer to realizing how empty and vino our political systems are? Think of all the good things philanthropists do. Philanthropy is just a public relations arm of destructive capitalism. What a grouch. The philanthropy trap. Next time on Philosophy Talk. Philosophy Talk. Every Sunday at 8 a.m. and again at 2 p.m. on AM 950. Hello, humans. This is me, Ellie Krug, with Ellie 2.0 Radio. Newsflash about my show. It's now an hour long, running from 7 to 8 a.m. every Monday. The longer time slot will allow for interviews of idealists doing important work in the world. Ellie 2.0 Radio. Listen every Monday from 7 to 8 a.m. My show. It's engaging and real, and it's on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Connections Radio Show is all about tapping into our hardwired hunger to connect. We examine meaningful connections to ourselves, our community, and the world around us by opening the door to innovative insights by a wide variety of interesting guests. We'll make the connections to something bigger than ourselves. Join me, Lori Fitz, your host of Connections Radio Show, and together we'll make the connections. Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. 
Welcome back to the Wall of Power Radio Hour. This is your host, Paul Metza, my guest in the studio, a man who you are familiar with in AM 950 Radio Land, Hunter Haas, a musician, engineer, and host. Uh, and co-host of Minnesota Progressive Repartee every day on AM 950 from 4 to 5 p.m. Now, tell us a little bit about how you got in, uh, interested in creating music. Uh, so, I mean, uh, a lot of music growing up, like growing up in the music store, but I also, uh, my parents would drag me to concerts, uh, like these uh, grand old days and all, all the free shows when I was in a stroller. So, uh, I didn't like it much when I was a kid, yeah. but I was e- exposed to it and it must have set in. Of course, you didn't get out of the stroller until you were eight, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. how do you well, know that? <laughs> <laughs> were your parents hippies? Uh, they were punk rockers. Oh, no, better yet. Yeah. <laughs> they, my parents met at a Black Flag show, actually. And really? They were, yeah, my dad was East Side, St. Paul, and my mom was from Minneapolis, but they were definitely, uh, they were like friends with Lori Barbero and uh, like all the Minneapolis punk going on. Um, and you know, I did a gig with Greg Gein from Black Flag out in New York oh. years ago b- before you were born. But ke- anyway, keep going. So, what got me into like writing my own music was when I was like 12, 13. Um, I had all my parents' vinyl records in the basement and a, a record player, so I started listening to these. And so, I grew up like listening to the replacements or social distortion or suburbs like a lot of the minneapolis bands and then a lot of the like uh 80s hardcore bands and i got really into that stuff and um i had, had guitars but i actually started playing bass more serious and that was what i started actually composing on and i just grabbed some friends from school and go hey we're starting a band and no one really played instruments at the time um and to get them motivated, there was two things. We played a junior high graduation, and then uh, because we played one song there, I'm like, all right, let's get a gig now. So uh, we were, my dad's always been friends with uh, the Sullivans at the 400 bar. Sure. So we got a, a gig that summer. Bill and uh, uh, Lake Bill Lake and Tom, Tom yeah. Sullivan, yeah. And, uh, have you read uh, Bill Sullivan's book, Yellow Jail? Yeah, uh, it's, and Bill's a, still a really good friend of mine and my dad's. And for those of you out in uh, Wallapower Radio Land, don't know Bill Sullivan was the longtime uh, roadie for The Replacements mm-hmm. uh, since the very beginning, was with them for years. A complete and true character, sweet guy. In fact, he... I, uh, for years, I lived on 18th and LaSalle in this beautiful old mansion, and Bill lived behind in the carriage house, so uh-huh, we got awesome. to be buddies, and I did a few gigs at the 400 while, while Tom and Bill owned it. They used to have a Bob Dylan Sound-alike contest that I used to judge, <laughs> and the, and Tom passed away a few years ago. May he rest in peace. Mm-hmm. But, uh, okay, keep going. I jumped right in there just yeah, to names. Yeah, well, uh, we got this uh, show when we were about 14 years old, and we had to write a whole set for it to open for... Uh, another band that actually this band um, the the singer ended up being on The Voice and she's a big deal now her name's slipping me but uh, we opened for them and uh, just wrote a set and then it was from that time on I was pretty much in bands uh, for the rest of my adult life and uh just playing bass, or did you learn any other instruments? Oh, I played. I used to say I played anything that makes uh, noise, but right. now nowadays I can't uh, play as well. I used to be really good at just picking up anything and playing, like having a good ear. But now uh, my dexterity isn't all there. Well, but, you uh, can get it back. I'd Hunter. say uh, bass and guitar were always my get off that cell phone and <laughs> stop texting and get a real instrument. Bass and. Uh, Guitar were my, like, principal instruments, and it's what I end up going to school for later. But uh, I also played trumpet in the school band, and I actually had to stop uh, because I had these terrible migraines when I was growing up. Really? And they figured out that it was related to blowing into the trumpet. Really? So they told me, don't play for a month, and I didn't get any that month. And they go, well... Uh, until you have another one, don't play. We're, we'll see if it's that. And I never got them again. But I was like the, the first chair in uh, school band. So trumpet was kind of my direction for a while. And um, my first uh, music mentor and teacher was uh, Mark Ledford, who 
passed away, and he was a trumpet player. He uh, he has my dad today still has all of his Grammys and platinum records at our house. He worked for Mary J. Blige and toured with Pat Metheny. Wow! But yeah, he was my mentor growing up. But it was for trumpet. So what was, was he, a big was he deal a high school? This. Was he a high school teacher? Uh, he was just real deal uh, musician, like just here and there all the time. But so you he, took private lessons with him? He, he lived in our basement for a while. <laughs> Typical musician. Yeah. yeah, I know. He'd live in our basement, and then he would do something like play with the Rolling Stones, and he'd be off to California. Wow. But it's really sad, too, because he died when I was young, uh, the same night Rick James died. And hmm. There was a kind of a musician massacre that happened that night of overdoses and... Um, uh, that was really uh, unfortunate. And uh, how old was Mark when he died? Forty, right around forty. Oh, young. Mm-hmm. Did he record with Pat? Pat Metheny is yeah. one of my favorite uh, guitar players and composers. Oh, absolutely. He's on all those Pat Metheny albums. Not the early ones, of course, because that was just uh, Pat's uh, quartet. Yeah. I saw Pat for the first time live at uh, the Longhorn mm-hmm. in 19, I bet it was 78 or 79, and I just moved to Minneapolis. And, of course, the Longhorn, uh, there was just a movie uh, that just debuted at the Parkway yeah, last week. Yeah, I haven't week. seen that. I guess I, it's great. Yeah, I really want to. I want to have Mark Engerbretson, who uh, the producer and director of that, I want to have him on the show. But, uh, yeah, so we walked in to see uh, the original Pat Metheny Quartet, Lyle Mays on piano, and Danny Gottlieb on drums. Uh, and Mark, I forget Mark's last name on bass, but boy, it was phenomenal. In fact, we got there just in time when Matheny was coming back to the gig and opened the door for my girlfriend and I. It was very cool. <laughs> we have Hunter Haas on. He's a, a, a stalwart down here at AM 950 as a host of the Minnesota Progressive Repartee, as well as being an engineer and a great guy on top of it. Tell us a little bit about this song. Give me 10 seconds. We're going to listen to See I'm You. Yeah, this is uh, CMU uh, by my band Vencer, and this was the uh, single from our debut album. Uh, there's how we got CMU is we reversed the opening line that's why are you swimming, why are you swimming, why are you swimming? And it sounds like CMU, CMU, CMU. But- <laughs> All yeah, right. So enjoy. <laughs> why are you swimming? Why are you swimming? Why are you swimming? Why are you swimming? If I'm your taxes from years past are talking to you from the back of that drawer in your desk, it might be about time you answered the call by making a call to Moe's Tax Service in St. Paul. Time to come out now. They've been preparing tax returns and creating advisory-based relationships with their clients since 1971. Kind of stuffy in here. Problems with the IRS don't go away by ignoring them. Call Moe's Tax Service. That's M-O-H-S. They're on Ford Parkway in St. Paul. 612-721-2026. 721-2026. This is New Beginnings, hosted by award-winning broadcaster and speaker, Freddie Bell. Freddie, this generation of the baby boomers, people are living longer, so the baby boomers are taking care of elderly parents. Let's talk about your health, and specifically, let's talk about Medicare. Our show features the concerns of America's 78 million baby boomers in employment, finance, health and nutrition, and even entertainment. Catch New Beginnings with Freddie Bell, Saturdays at 11 on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. 
Hi, this is Laura, and I want to tell you about my family's favorite thing. It's our wood stove. We bought it about 14 years ago from Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces. And see, the wood stove has actually paid for itself because we can keep the main area that we live in toasty warm with this great moist heat. But more important than saving money, it has actually improved our lives. Having a fire simplifies life. It provides comfort. It sort of takes the chill out of winter. I'm Peter Solak. In 1977, I started Woodland stoves and fireplaces and i experienced the simple joy of warming myself by a fire i also realized that the place and the way we embrace fire has evolved in the diversity of forms and styles so at woodland stoves and fireplaces we have brought together the widest selection of our fireplace products and technical knowledge in the twin cities our mission is to use our knowledge to help you choose the design and function that is right for you and your home visit woodland stoves and fireplaces today and find the right fire for you The local advertisers you hear on AM 950 are the lifeblood of the station. If you find yourself regularly tuning in, or if you appreciate the diversity of content we deliver, please take the time to support our advertisers. Even if it's just to thank them for backing AM 950, your voice and support can go a long way. Help keep the station going strong while investing in our local community. Find the complete list of on-air supporters by visiting the advertisers page at am950radio.com. That's am950radio.com. Enjoy a delicious home-cooked breakfast or lunch away from the kitchen at Milda's Cafe, now open seven days a week. Milda's Cafe has been cooking up family favorites since 1964. Grab a coffee and sit down for a delicious Philly scramble, house-made rolls, or Denver omelet. Stop in for lunch where you'll find authentic Finnish pasties every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Open weekdays 6 to 3, weekends 8 to 2. Milda's Cafe on Glenwood Avenue, four blocks east of Penn. With your AM 950 weather, this is Eric Nelson. Tonight, expect scattered flurries with windshield values as low as negative 28. Sunday, mostly sunny with a high near zero and the low around negative 9. Monday will be partly sunny with a high of 7. Tonight is the night. The Blue State Ball at the Blaisdell in Minneapolis. Come see all of your AM 950 favorites like Tom Hartman, John Fugelsang, and Jabat McNeil. You'll even get to meet me. Dress code is blue jeans to ball gowns. Tickets can now only be bought at the door. General admission starts at 6.30 p.m. I hope to see you there. To the Wall of Power Radio Hour. This is your host, Paul Metza. We just heard some music by Vensare. The song was Porteño by the great Hunter Haas. And you want to know something? I just found out preparing for this that that song was in a movie, and I didn't know until. That version that we just heard? Yeah. What movie? Uh, Brett, do you remember the name? It was. I'll look it up here, but it had Shooter McGavin as the lead actor. Shooter McGavin was in it, and it's something like a The Money Baby or something. I uh, hope you got a few bucks for that. It went to oh, someone, don't but worry, it didn't baby. get to me. Uh, don't worry, baby. Yeah, uh, a few years ago. Yeah. And I, I, actually, I knew that we were in the trailer for a different song, but I thought that was the only extent. But I guess we're in the movie and in the soundtrack, and I didn't know till Googling these songs to <laughs> pull them up again. Wow. So, Hunter... What, uh, so these were all separate uh, 45 RPM singles? Uh, no, they, they were, we did uh, two recordings with this band, uh, an EP and then uh, a full-length album. And um, th- they're from either one of those. 
the full length album actually it was called Paradix, and um, it uh, the entire album. Can you say that on the air? Yeah, Paradix. It's like a partridge. Okay, there you go. Yeah, just checking. Brett, we got to keep uh, the young Haas here on the straight and narrow. That's right. Yeah, we can't beat him have, out here on his own interview. I have been listening to a lot of Howard Stern lately, though. <laughs> but um, the the entire album actually flows into each other. Like every song goes in, uh, and that was my big pushing for the album because uh, I, also at this time I was DJing out in New York a lot, and uh, I want to talk about that. Hold on to that thought for a second. Yeah. I'm still curious as an independent musician. So did you press these on your own label? Yeah, we released them ourselves and released them in uh, in vinyl, and actually a gold vinyl. Like uh, the, the, the vinyl record is this awesome gold color. Did you uh, distribute them far and wide or just in the Twin Cities? Or Well, the band was New York-based, so it was when I was okay. living in New York. And... Uh, yeah, we, we the way we did it was uh, we worked with like publications to uh, exclusively premiere when they were released. So the first EP was released through Interview Magazine, and then um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was, it's a smart way to do it because they're uh, eager for exclusive content, and then you get a lot of publicity that's from brilliant, it. Actually, yeah, and then the, the the album was released through Spin Magazine. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, both those were like dream come true to be involved with that. So they give you a up. certain amount of money mm-hmm. and to license the songs, and then they press as many need, needs to be pressed to go out with the magazines, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and online, mo- most of the is online sales. Right. Uh, but then uh, we would have the the physical copies for uh, for sale and for um, for shows. Cool. So. When, how did you end up in uh, New York City on the Lower East Side? So, so I went to school actually at Berkeley College of Music in Boston, and um, I went to school for six semesters there. Uh, but towards the end of my stay at Berkeley, what I started doing was um, my best friend, who actually was in that first band with me here in Minnesota, lived out in New York, and he like went to school at NYU, and. Uh, I started living between Boston and New York, where I'd go to class three days a week in Boston, and I'd be in New York four days a week at his apartment, and we'd be doing uh, music on the weekends. Um, so I rode that Feng Hua Chinatown to Chinatown bus way more than any person ever should. Right, right. Um, but uh, so I was uh, going to school there, but building my life in New York, and um, how that kind of tipped was. Uh, it was the summer of 2010, and I uh, also started DJing a lot with some other friends, and we decided to kind of band together and create this crew. And at first, we were given one night at um, this club we wanted to DJ at. It was Home Sweet Home. It was a Monday night because that's the worst night for a nightclub. What, uh, uh, what part of the Lower East Side was that? This was like... Uh, Lower East Side, Chinatown, right on the border, Christie and Delancey. Okay. And uh, uh, it was the best Monday they had in a long time. So they go, do you want every Monday? So we started doing that, and it went. It just kind of took off uh, because we didn't have any competition either on Monday nights. Uh, so that first fall, we won best dance floor of new york city from the village voice wow that'll do it yeah get the name out there and so with all that going on and the band was just starting at this time too i was like well you know i don't think i'm gonna go back to school this semester because this is kind of what i'm trying to do anyways so i just stayed and berkeley to its credit it has the highest dropout rate but you can also return at any time in your life. So if I want to complete those two semesters, I could go back at any time. But well, in Boston, uh, I played the uh, Berkeley Performing Arts Center. Oh, I yeah. For Mary Black. And so I had a chance to hang out there. But uh, Berkeley is probably 
probably the number one music school if you really want to get into jazz. Yeah, it's the uh, number one contemporary music school by far, definitely. The the difference between like a Berkeley and Juilliard is Berkeley is the only uh, school that teaches jazz theory rather than classical music theory, mm, right. which is more practical for musicians, I'd say. Well, a lot of the um, instructors at uh, Berkeley were performing jazz musicians, and not just jazz. I mean, they had... Yeah. <coughs> excuse me. They had... Um, There's a guy named... I'm trying to think. He's a fiddle player. His first name is Matt. It'll come to me. He's my Facebook buddy. Uh, but he's been on a lot of the uh, Ken Burns soundtracks, mm. and he's a phenomenal fiddle player. Mm-hmm. But he knows jazz, but bluegrass, uh, folk music. Yeah, one of my teachers was uh, James Taylor's brother, Livingston Taylor. Oh, really? Yeah, so yeah, it's the real deal. Like, uh, It's definitely the best place to teach for musicians, too. And it's just a, it's an amazing environment there. I was just uh, played a great tribute show to Willie Murphy yesterday in the West Bank at the Caboose. Willie is the heart and soul of the Minneapolis music scene for over 50 years and passed on January 13th. Bumped into a really uh, uh, great gal who's a good bass player. And we started talking about uh, she was taking lessons from Jimmy Anton. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy is probably one of the greatest bass players in the country. He mm-hmm. plays with uh, Chastity Brown and Johnny Lang. But uh, I said, I'm one of the things I'm most proud of in my time in town was I was uh, headlining my very first show at the Caboose Bar back in about 86. And uh, a bass player had at the time had some found found out the that afternoon at noon that he wasn't going to make the gig. He had some some uh, chemical problems. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I hired my friend McMassoff to play. And then that night there was a young, fresh-faced young guy in from Berkeley mm-hmm. named Jimmy Anton, 18 years old, <laughs> handsome guy. Says, I'm a bass player. I just graduated from Berkeley. Gave me a card. I said, "Meet me tomorrow at my uh, uh, at my apartment in uh, South Minneapolis at noon." And he did. He played with me that night, and he played with me. Oh, I don't know for six or seven years. We still I, play every I'm, now and then. I know who Jim Anton is. He was uh, friends with my dad for a long time. Yeah, Jimmy is the best. So, what sorts of you know? So you you have a happening Monday night mm-hmm. at this club on the Lower East Side. You must have had a lot of really cool New York uh, musicians, artists, celebrities come. Yeah, through. what what happened was this became like the hip hangout of downtown Manhattan for like the present day. So there was a lot of like visual artists, musicians uh, also and um, clothing designers. And uh, it just became like a trendy spot to to meet people. So uh, over the years, we had like Beyonce came once, uh, Mary-Kate Olsen, Chloe Sevigny, the actor, would come through pretty frequently because she's kind of a downtown hip chick. I've always uh, wanted to know how to pronounce her last name. Thank it, you. <laughs> um, but what our party was, too, it was uh, it was a social activist nightclub night. Because what we would do is, uh, we were a diverse group of kids, and uh, it was, we would primarily give, um, like when we'd book talent, we'd provide a uh, show for like up and coming gay lesbian trans and people of color like uh, musicians or DJs and so it became kind of a safe space uh, downtown which is kind of club uh, environments can be pretty like white guy bro scene so this was a complete contrast to what most were and uh, that really took off and got popular and and it was like incredibly interesting environment to be in all the time great way to spend a monday night yeah. like to me mm-hmm. we have hunter haas uh great cat in the studio uh we're going to be a little self-indulgent here play uh the theme song of the wall of power radio or my song wall of power that you only get to hear a little clip of we're going to play a little more of it now and then back for one more segment with the great hunter haas Someday, the high 
This is Chad, owner of AM950. I've been telling you about my friends at Snap Construction who are arguably the most well-reviewed exterior construction company in the metro. Don't just take my word for it. Take a look at all their reviews online. Winter is the most cost-effective time of the year to complete your construction project. A majority of Minnesotans choose to have their work completed on their home in the summer when they should be enjoying the weather. As a result, the demand for labor in the summer is much higher. The most cost-effective way to improve or restore your home is in the winter due to the lower demand. Right now, Snap Construction is offering an additional 30% off of labor to the AM950 listeners on your next construction project between now and the end of February. Call 612-333-SNAP and mention AM950 for an additional 30% off. As always, Snap Construction stands by their work with a lifetime craftsmanship warranty. Don't wait to get a free estimate by calling 612-333-SNAP or find them online at snapconstruction.com. Financing options available. The number one source of the Twin Cities gay scene is all digital. Follow Twin Cities gay scene on Facebook and Twitter. Sign up for the Scene Shot email blast for weekly updates and chances to win great prizes. No app is needed to view the bi-weekly web editions of Scene. It's GLBTQ media for the mobile generation. Find it all at TwinCitiesGayScene.com. That's TwinCitiesGayScene.com. Finding the best foods the Twin Cities has to offer is easy with EatLocalMinnesota.com. Offering the top local and independently owned restaurants, EatLocalMinnesota.com has everything from burger joints to cocktails and fine dining. It's Greek to Me has been a family-owned Lynn Lake landmark since 1982. Under new ownership, the Janakis Karis family offers classically inspired modern Greek cuisine in a sublime space with gracious hospitality. Be sure to visit their charming bar and explore wines and specialty drinks from Greece. Find It's Greek to Me at 626 West Lake Street in Minneapolis or at itsgreektomemn.com. Crooner's Lounge and Supper Club invites you to check out their beautiful facilities for your next special occasion. Book your wedding reception, retirement party, business dinner, or other special event with confidence, knowing their expert staff and award-winning chef will make it a big hit with your guests. Call today to get a quote, 763-571-9020. Hi, Matt McNeil for Rudy Luther Toyota. You know I purchased my vehicles with Rudy Luther because I love my Toyota Sienna, but it's the extra things which make me a loyal Rudy Luther customer. A great example, the Luther Advantage card. With every new and used vehicle purchased, you'll get three years of $0.10 off per gallon of gas at Holiday Station stores and $5 off the works car washes. The Luther Advantage cards keep you happy in your Rudy Luther vehicle. Find out more at Rudy Luther Toyota, 394 and 169 in Golden Valley. to the Wall of Power Radio Hour. This is your host, Paul Metz, and my guest for the whole show tonight, the great and young and handsome Mr. Hunter Haas. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Hunter has uh, been with AM950 for two years as an engineer, and uh, just as of the last uh, couple months ago, part of a great new show here on AM950 called the Minnesota Progressive Repartee, four to five every weekday. Thursday, he hosts it solo. So, Hunter, where did you get into your, uh, 
high school Democrat, right? Yeah. So what uh, what do you follow now besides uh, Bernie Sanders? I mean, what sorts of um, blogs do you read, magazines, etc.? Um, well, when I'm preparing for the show, my first source is always MinPost. I love MinPost, and I like to gear the show local whenever I can. Um, otherwise, uh, I uh, people I listen to, uh, I had... This podcast, Chapo Trap House, in studio, they're a huge left-wing, um, like, a new media podcast. It's very, very popular. I, I really enjoy them. And then uh, I like uh, Sam Cedar. He's got a uh, ring of fire on the weekends here on AM 950. For- and I think Sam, um, talking to Brett, the engineer, day, did, wasn't Sam on the original Air America, too? Yeah, he was. And it was the Majority Report, which he... Uh, kind of rebooted recently uh, and it now airs on YouTube but uh, yeah it's, he's an original Air America guy so now what is your biggest fascination with Bernie Sanders well Bernie has just been there print I'm into principled progressives who like uh, like Elizabeth Warren I like Elizabeth Warren a lot why I prefer Bernie Sanders is I feel Elizabeth Warren has political shortcomings and I feel like she could lose but policy wise Elizabeth Warren is there and I well yeah her. but Bernie but Bernie lost in the in the Democratic primary he's already a proven loser <laughs> touche uh, <laughs> this year is going to be and a now field he's, and now he's, he's really 16. old. It's going to be a field of 10 to 20 Democrats. And Bernie has a national infrastructure. He's going to have a tremendous advantage. And uh, people want someone who has been consistent for 30 years. Uh, People that aren't even far left uh, respect Bernie Sanders for being honest, that you know where he's coming from. He's not a typical politician. They'll take trendy stances. Uh, yeah, but, but the thing is, for Bernie, for me, and I've followed him, and I'm, you know, I have a lot of respect for Bernie. He's just, a, it's like the one-note samba, tax the rich, tax the rich, you know. Um, I, I didn't hear enough at all about the environment from him. I don't think he, you know, he didn't uh, vote to sue the gun manufacturers uh, on the East Coast. Uh, he's taken a lot of shots at a lot of other great Democrats like Hillary Clinton and others. And he's too old. I mean, you know what? How about this? How about Bernie as a VP? And you put somebody like mm. Kamala Harris or uh, Elizabeth Warren as a president. No, I think you do. Bernie as president and someone like Tulsi Gabbard, who's young and progressive. No, as a VP. not Tulsi. No, I not see. Tul- no, what's uh, you are smoking too much weed, dude. You <laughs> are listening to you're you're too far to the left here. No, not tall. No, that's my it. job. Uh, yeah, well, how, where do I apply? Um, now, and Bernie, it's just, uh, uh, you know, he's going to split the ticket, and he's not a Democrat. What do you mean he's going to split an the indi- ticket? He's an independent. He is going to, uh, he's going to take away votes from whoever should be the Democratic front runner in 2020. Well, so that I'm a Democrat. I call myself Spirit of the New Deal Democrat. Bernie uh, doesn't call himself a Democrat. No, I know, I know that. And uh, However, I think that that plays well with just the general American populace. Except that, Democrats. But they're, you don't think they're going to vote for Bernie Sanders? No. Well, I they didn't last you. time. They didn't last time. Well, a tremendous amount did. Well, just enough to throw the uh, 2020 to Donald Trump. But anyway, Hunter Haas, let's end uh, this interview with you. It's great having you on. Yes, absolutely. We We still got time to figure it out. You're young. You can can come on uh, the Progressive Repartee and we can talk politics. I would love to. Anytime. We can definitely do that. Well, I just love uh, working with you. I love working with Brett. I love working with Eric. And, of course, our our, uh, fearless leader, Chad Larson. Mm -hmm. It's good that we have uh, this radio station in this market. It's incredibly important. Even even so like uh, even like uh, you know we we've just been disagreeing on 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 Bernie and a few other things on Tulsi, but uh, uh, it's a very important radio station, and mm-hmm. it's a pleasure working with you all. And uh, we've just got a little over a minute left, so we have the Blue State Ball coming up. Yes, uh, Saturday, March second. Uh, at the Blaisdell House on 24th and Blaisdell, my old uh, neighborhood, South Minneapolis. You're going to be DJing. Uh-huh. I'm going to do a tune or two. And, Brett, who are some of our uh, guests? 
Two headliners so far. We got Tom Hartman and now John Fugel saying, and the politicians never let us know till like the day before. So. John Fugel <laughs> saying, now what? Uh, I follow him on Twitter, but I don't really even know what he does. So he's an actor, a stand-up comedian, and he's on the Stephanie Miller show a ton. So okay. that's how a lot of our listeners know who he is. But yeah, really funny guy. Yeah, yeah. I just chimed in with one of his uh, tweets today. Well, it's going to be a great time. And I just want to say, email your request to comment at am950radio.com, and I will play him at the Blue State Ball. There you go. Hunter Haas, it's uh, a pleasure getting to know you. Absolutely. And, this is really uh, fun. It's been fun hearing your music. And... Uh, I'll see you Saturday, March 2nd at the Blaisdell House for the Blue State Ball. Woo! Thanks for listening to the Wall of Power Radio Hour. The show was produced by Paul Metza, engineered today by Brett Johnson in the basement studio of AM 950 Radio in the heart of Eden Prairie, which is neither Eden nor a prairie. Follow me at paulmetza.com. I've also got a TV show called Wall of Power TV. Saturday nights at 8 and 11.30 p.m. If you have Comcast, we're on Channel 6. Otherwise, stream from mcn6.org. Play every Wednesday night in St. Paul at the Green Lantern, 229 East 6th Street, 9 o'clock. Thursday night at Shaw's Bar, the corner of the 16th and University from 5 to 7.30. We appreciate your support. If you would like to advertise on my show, get a hold of me via am950radio.com. And like my dad used to tell me, remember to be kind and make someone happy. So good.